If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, how are you? It's beginning to look a lot <laughs> no. like Christmas. Across from me, as always, and was singing earlier, is Cyrus Amundsen. The snow is falling and Santa is calling. It's Christmas season, everybody. Hello. It is Christmas season. We're officially past Thanksgiving. Yeah. And uh, the Christmas tunes are playing. Now, I like to sing uh, my Christmas carols in a Bing Crosby. I call it the Bing. Sure. Where it's just um, a man who got very lucky, who was cast to do these things, because he has just a normal person voice. He has the kind of voice that you can hear at any Lutheran church in a small town in Minnesota singing Christmas carols. He doesn't have a fancy voice. There's nothing special about it. But his name was fucking Bing Crosby. That helps. Great name. I All promise his name. name. I promise his name was Eric Johnson or yeah. something. I, listen, if that's your name, you basic. Yeah, if you if you were born if you were born Bing Crosby, Bing has to be a nickname. I could I would guess that his, you know, his birth name is probably Crosby's. There's a fair amount of Crosby's out there. There's oh, I, one I that would hangs say out Crosby, with Stills yeah. and Nash. But I th- but I think that. You know, that comes from maybe him doing something and people go, Bing! Hey, Bing! It's Bing! Yeah, there's no way he came across that nickname by not being annoying. His name, his full name is Harry Lillis, L-I-L-L-I-S, Crosby Jr., which even back in that day, when he was young, people had to call him like Harry Penis, for sure. So I understand why This is truly another situation... Where he was, I bet he was training to become an assassin of one of the presidents. And he would hit the targets. He would hit the metal targets that would spin. And people would go, oh, Bing, got another one. And then he was like, oh, Bing Crosby. Bing again. Have, What's the movie? I have uh, Groundhog Day. Yeah, thank you. I have, uh, I have, you know, maybe he had dreams of singing and the whole time he's just fucking plowing these targets with president's faces on them and he's just like humming these songs it's uh he's one of these weird families so his name is harry crosby he had a brother like here's the thing you know when people name their kids like kevin tevin and jevin and you're like you guys should sure. just drive your cliff drive your car you know, I don't want. Yeah, well, it's not great. I don't love it. That's not a thing. Sure. I, get I you. love. Uh, he has children. Uh, the Bing himself had five children: Mary Crosby, Gary Crosby, Harry Crosby, and then Dennis and Lindsay Crosby. So he mm-hmm. he went from different dads. Yeah, he went too far down the airy line, and then there weren't any. I mean, you could have gone Larry Crosby. 
Mary. Sherry Crosby. You could have gone Larry and Sherry, and you'd add Mary, Gary, Harry, Larry, and Sherry Crosby. Oh, yeah, that's a lot. Jenna, I've been doing this thing that is giving me so much energy, and it is buying Jenna plants and watching her try to keep them alive because oh, yeah. I don't know what it is, I don't you could give her a book on like somebody put a seed in a pot to grow this plant, this specific plant, and then wrote a book about this specific pot, seed and plant. And Jenna could read and understand the whole book and it would still die in front of her over the course of two weeks in our house. It yeah. is fascinating. She's the Kevorkian of tree raisers, so I just keep buying them for her. And I just watch her walk around the house moving these little plants around. Like, I don't understand why they're dying. It's great. Are you buying her plants that die easily? I mean, I have no knowledge of plants. She loves plants. So I okay. like to buy her plants. And I, li I like the smaller ones. I buy her smaller plants. I don't sure. want one of the big ferns or I don't know a lot of plants. Ficus, is a ficus a plant? A ficus is a plant, yeah. So I just buy her these little ones. They come in their own pot. They have instructions, and yeah, they just die in front of us while she, you know, m like it just m is goes mad trying to keep them alive. What a respectful woke plant, though, to just come in its own pot. Listen, I have a bunch of plants in my house, and I water them about once every three weeks, and they're thriving. That's and they're by they're by windows with cold leaking. You know, it's like a cold leaking area, but they still, they're fine. It they're fine. And because, because I bought the ones that say, you can't kill me. It's like a challenge. Sure. I buy, it's the Andrew Short of plants. He says he's never going to die. And I love it. But it says, it, there's, a, there's a sticker on the plant that says, you cannot kill me. And so I grab those. And then I go on the road or I don't remember to water them. And they're just still here. I don't know how it works, but it's great because they're big, huge. They have big leaves, um, like almost like waxy plastic leaves. I like them because I need oxygen in here. 1911, this house was built. They forgot about uh, the removal of dust. I mean, I know how you can kill them. Invite Jenna and I over for a long holiday weekend. Those things will be dead immediately. I put her in charge. We had these two thriving giant, like, almost trees in pots on our front patio. And I was like, all you got to do is water these. Do you want me to do that or do you want to do that? She's like, I got it. And I was like, okay. And right now they look like skeletons. They are, you know, it looks like the Grim Reaper touched one of the branches and all the needles fell off. There is just, there is tree death all over this property. It's pretty amazing to me the, the balls on you to mock her for for this plant thing when she's kept you alive for the last four years i mean maybe that's why but maybe plants human. are secondary to her and and because she has to keep you alive yeah she to quote one of your jokes she's done that she knows how to do that she can keep a human alive plants are different she doesn't that's understand true. plants used your material against you what's going on with you how are you feeling this this special the special is today is tuesday Yep, it will have already been recorded, even though it has not been while we're doing this. Great sentence. The special is approaching. How do you feel right now? Are you 
Uh, or are you ah? You know, I'm uh, I'm ready. I'm ready for this material to be recorded so I can move on because I've written some new stuff and I get itchy to tell it, but I've been kind of working on this these two hours still. So yeah, it's been interesting. I've been getting a lot of uh, messages from fellow comics that are like, how the fuck are you doing two specials? Mm -hmm. And uh, that's, that's the nice way of saying, it can't be done. What are you doing? Why are sure. you doing this? You yeah. need to you need to have two shows so you can edit. It's basically they're trying to call me off of it. But everything's in place. Everything's fine. I I do believe that there is a there is a level of stress beneath the surface mm -hmm. that I'm not necessarily feeling consciously. Sure. But I but I know is in there because Mm -hmm. I was going to drive to the cabin just to let Poe run around, and I was going to run around and do you know a couple things. Just a couple of dogs getting their energy out of their bodies. Yes, yes, exactly. Come back and fucking take a nap on the couch in the city house. And so I'm driving out there. Now, Fergus Falls has done this really cool thing where they have somehow, maybe they make some money through this. But they have a train engineer school here. So imagine being behind a car that says student driver. Okay. Now imagine living in a town where that student driver is driving a fucking train with 400 cars on it. And they don't know how to back up. So it's just sitting there for an hour. Yeah. So it, but it dissects the entire town. So I needed to get to... Let's just say southeast, but I had to go all the way northwest, wrap around to the interstate and come back, which is a 12-mile-out-of-the-way trip. Oof. Not thrilled. So I park at the gas station to get gas. I feel like I had enough gas to get to the cabin until I had to fucking detour 12 miles. Sure. So I pull in. I'm filling my car up with gas. And then I see a Suburban, a black Suburban pulls up behind me, two people in it. Makes a lot of sense, right? Sure. A big giant Suburban with two people. <laughs> so this lady is just ripping a heater. Yep. And I, and I think to myself, that would drive me crazy. Because I remember as a child making my adult mother roll all the windows down in the car when she was smoking, even in the dead of winter. Right. And she was nice enough to do it. Yeah. So the door opens and this crazy fucking bitch throws her lit cigarette on the ground by a gas pump, <laughs> by a gas pump. I see one of her feet touch the ground and I go, hey, fucking cunt. Is that a, and I won't. And listen, I'm not going to say this word a ton. I'm just, you know that that's how this started. So I say that to her and I go, is that a good place to throw a cigarette? And she goes, well, I was trying to flick it. I go, where? Towards the other gas pumps, right? I mean, I am so furious. Yeah, it's very dangerous. Her husband, get, or whatever, whatever the guy is, in the car gets out. Her He's man. got a tattoo. He's got a tattoo on his face. Really? And he says, and he says, what did you say? And I go, do you want this to be your business? Get back in the fucking car. I was, Cy, I was so mad. I was like, I was breathing like I had just sprinted one whole mile. My shoulders were heaving. 
as I was breathing. I could feel my fucking lower lip quiver. I was ready to pick up the Suburban and drop it on both of those fucking anuses. You're like a so, reverse mom trying to save a yeah, kid. You're yeah, a dad exactly. trying to kill a bad mom. Yeah, it was it was so nuts. And it, it got to the point where I, I just go, I cannot fucking believe that you two get to vote. And then I look at the guy with the tattoo on his face and I go, well, not you, Conviction, but you... <laughs> The one who threw the cigarette. I was so pissed off. I was so pissed off. And she was like, what do you want me to do? I just, all of these things. I was like, build a time machine. Go back and knock your dad's dick out of your mom's pussy. <laughs> I was so furious with this stupid woman. <laughs> so you, so I don't want to play psychologist. Because here, here's, I'm, I'm with you. There is, something has happened. I don't know what the phenomenon in society is, but like certain things that are at one point, like really common knowledge somehow get lost in the wind. And I don't know how many people recognize the danger of cigarettes near gas pumps. Yeah. Because, because it's not, it's not the physical wetness of gas. It is the fumes of gas that light on fire. Yes. The fumes. And that you cannot see. And if you catch the fumes and you chase the fumes, the fumes can chase into the pump, which can look like it, there's a reason that there is a no smoking sign next to him. It is. Uh, she, she threw it out her car lit onto the ground next, not even next to the get like so next to the gas pump. It was on the little cement island where the gas pump was. Dude, I was I was so mad. Now, granted, I was already pissed off about this train. Yes, I understand that. But to see something so stupid, where it really does seem like, the, you know, there there are there are people that just go, well, there aren't any rules anymore because everyone's getting away with everything. So why not just not have any rules? And I was I was so, oh my god, I was mad. I can't believe how long it took me to calm down. I was ready to straight murder. And I don't think I'd ever talk to a man with a face tattoo like that ever no, in my that, whole see, that's, life. That, see, what I was going to say is I think you do have a lot of stress boiling underneath. And it maybe came out in uh, extra heavy duty in a justifiable place. Well, it sure was justifiable because I still, it just rocks my world that someone is that stupid yeah i mean i smoking uh should we turn this into an anti to this is the point where people find out that this whole show has just been a ruse to co combat big tobacco i forget since isn't it weird because you remember when you started stand-up you could smoke indoors still oh yeah i mean you could smoke indoors in st louis until maybe like a year ago or something i mean i remember going there there were three shows on saturday and you'd get back to your hotel room, you'd immediately take off your clothes and put them in the shower with you just to just because you had to soak. You had to take a, a half hour shower to get it all off. And then you'd get out of the shower and you'd cough and smoke would come out of your mouth. <laughs> you can I don't know if it's still but as of real recent and it might be still. I think you can smoke indoors in Kentucky. 
Uh, and I, they put like growlers of beer in gas stations. So it's like a bar so you can smoke in gas stations there. So, and I don't need to let you get you too deep into that because of that seems like something that will trigger you. But the, I remember out in Seattle when I was first starting, you could still smoke indoors, but it stopped right afterwards. But I remember being on stage one, one time and it was, uh, at the, it was out in, uh, at the underground, I think in Tacoma and it was the back then it was a basement club and it, the yeah. smoke was just so heavy that my eyes were burning it was yeah outrageous i saw a guy by the way the other day uh the opposite of that lady like too responsible with putting his cigarette out okay i was at kroger and i was walking in and there's this guy and he's dressed like the old man in home alone like big boots you know, mm -hmm. he's he's a he's a weathered old man, but he's got one of those Elmer Fudd hats on Love and he's him. piping a dart as he walks in. And we're kind of walking parallel and I watch him. He's probably got over half of the cigarette left and he takes it off and then he takes it with one of his hands still lit and burning and smoking, puts it between his two fingers, like doing like the money sign, like show me the money thing. And he like snuffs it out with his fingers which is kind of wild in general. Then, right. not in back in the box, he just drops that cigarette that he just half put out into an open shirt pocket and yep. walked into the ga uh, the grocery store as the stinkiest man to ever exist. Yeah, there are two kinds of men out there with shirt pockets. Uh, pens go in one of them, and recently burning cigarettes go into the other one. I love a guy that can put out a cigarette like that because he's he knows some shit, right? He's been around the block. <clears throat> you go ask him, you're like, oh, man, my car's making a weird noise. He's like, all right. He turns around and he'll go right to your car and try to fix your car. I love a guy who can put a cigarette out like that because you can high five him as hard as you want because his hands are clearly fucking numb from some sort of, uh, you know, cardiovascular issue, probably from all the cigarettes. I love it. I think it's yeah. I was I was wishing that I could have put that cigarette out by the gas pump, like that, except with that lady's asshole. Yikes! What did the did the scary man not have anything? Normally, guys with uh, face slash head, because bald guy. He went. He went and stood. He went and stood in the, by the back of the suburban. I'm telling you, I probably looked crazy. I think probably, my pupils probably. I, so I looked crazy. Here's the thing. I would assume my pupils, I, my pupils took over my entire eyeball. You I'm said sure. something else that we're not going to say on this show. It's, I did say something that I'm not proud of. Yeah, yeah we're going to keep that for us. And But I'm going to tell you, you maybe lo you looked definitively crazy. You, you might as well have pulled up and gone, you're going you're gonna to throw that cigarette there and I have to record two specials in five days what are you that's fucking not fair. crazy that's not fair first of all i was there first had i pulled up after the incident i would have been like oh they're just trying to kill themselves but i was standing by a fucking active gas pump and she and then and then to have to have the stupidity to say i was trying to flick it like to the fucking moon where are you gonna flick this cigarette bitch you fucking idiot where is it going to go up into the wind and right on my gas pump into my car? You fucking twat. She's just the Michael Jordan of flicking cigarettes. Normally she rolls up and lands it in a different parking lot. 
Oh my God, not interested in her being a human being. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Joel. Uh, uh, fine, he's your best friend. We got it. I can have I can have a couple of best friends. I That's have, the, then you don't know what best means. Here's the thing. I have I have so few friends. That I think I should be exempt. That checks. Yes, I should be exempt. The two to three of you should get to fall into the category of best, just per circumstances, in my opinion. Fine. Okay, so he's one of your best friends. So my best friend, Joel, <laughs> he called me yesterday, and uh, I picked up the phone, and he go, I go, hey, man, what's going on? And he goes, Hey, I'm going to get my dick chopped off in December. Do you need me to jizz in a bag first or what's going on? <laughs> that was wow. his way of telling me he's getting a vasectomy. Because Oh, I thought it was I thought it was his way of telling you he was going to Qatar to watch a soccer match <laughs> with a rainbow fucking uh, wristband on. No, it was his uh, it was his way of trying to be funny and showing that he doesn't have any understanding of vasectomies. But he is now he has announced that he is vasectomy bound. Okay. And as you know, Jen and I uh, have considered potentially at some point if we decide to have children using a donor. But now okay. our top three donors are all going to be vasectomied. You, okay. Joel. I started it, yeah. And the third friend on that list, Corey. Yes. Okay. All three of you are going to be vasectomied. Now, you know what I think. I think that you should get one of those that, those toys that you put all the way over your crank, and then it, like, spins on the top, and then you just, you do your whatever, right? You come in your own pot, and... Then there's a hose attached to it that makes clunky noises like a Willy Wonka machine. It just goes ticka ticka clunk, ticka ticka clunk, and it pumps that all the way over across the room into whatever you want a freezer bag. Um, I don't know what Jenna's into, maybe a baby bottle. I don't know. I uh, but but then uh, <laughs> but or just right into her. And so I think that your best bet is is having a is having a you. I think that you have some solid genetics other than your back issues. But if you can, if you can circumnavigate that, yeah, if then we can, I if think we can just look past the OCD and severe autoimmune condition. These are, these are some good spermies. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, there's no doubt about it. I mean, that was sarcasm on my part, but are you suggesting that I mousetrap the game sperm into my wife? Like yes. I shoot it out, it rolls over a Ferris wheel, it knocks over a marble that lights a candle that snaps a rope and slingshots it into her room where it lands yeah. on a wagon that Kevin drags to the bed and then yes. a catapult pops it up and it lands in her. Is that your pitch? 
Well, only if the cat the second catapult's a spoon, then yes. I mean, there's if I wanted to be the donor, there's a very simple way to do that. That doesn't involve me building a uh what are those things a rue goldberg machine is that what those are called i'm not sure i just know that that's the only way i want to think about you and jenna getting pregnant i don't want to think about the natural like you take 10 minutes to crawl on top of her you're like hold on my leg like all that shit i don't need to think about that oh now here's the thing i'm off of donor I'm going to have a baby the natural way with her. And the moment I finish, I'm going to go, take that, Chad, you fucking bitch. Like, I'm going to I'm going to spite yeah. impregnate my wife. I'm you gonna- know what, though? Here's the thing. When you when you say something like that, when you finish, when a life is being formed, those words all absorb into the egg and you end up with somebody who drops a cigarette at a fucking gas station. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, if I if I if I decide to go the natural way, I am it's purely going to be despite you at this point. The three so I found out you don't have to reverse your vasectomy to donate. You just have to go. Have we talked about this on the show? I don't think so, but I I think I know what you're talking. They they can they can drill a well. Yeah, they can ha- they they essentially head the sperm off at the pass. Before it gets right. down to the river bend, they go, they head over by Taint Mountain and they do something called exasperate it, I think is the word, which is, that's nothing you ever want to be done to your genital region. But yeah, it we, doesn't sound like it. We can, uh, we can get you in a hospital gown. We can flop you up on a table and we can go in and we can and just pull some of it out of there, man. That's fair. I mean, listen. If you don't want to have to deal with glasses and braces and you want a shorter son that can dunk only in high school in his freshman year of college. Okay. Then I think that, and just a volleyball, because he can't palm thank a basketball. Thank you, thank you. I was waiting for uh, that disclosure. So then, uh, then I think I'm your way to go. Now, here's what a lot of people don't know. When you get a vasectomy, what they do is the vas deferens is a tube where it delivers the sperm, but they, they just... They don't take it out. They, you're still producing sperm, mm-hmm. but it hits this this Road severed and burned, yeah, roadblock of the vas deferens. So, and then the sperm just die. When they told me that, it took me a long time to get any sort of, uh, you know, well, I hate to say this because people are listening and maybe eating breakfast, but an erection because it grossed me out to think that all these dead sperm. We're gonna be just floating around like uh, the scene where the, the the whatever the and uh, Game of Thrones where the, all the dead people just become they climb and form a fucking mountain for other dead people to get over them. It really grossed me out, and I, I had a hard time dealing with it. Imagine being the sperm. You remember the movie Look Who's Talking, where the babies talked, and I think even before that, I don't remember those movies, but I. I vaguely remember a scene where the sperm maybe talked. That could be wildly inaccurate. Please don't hold me to that by messaging me on the internet. But I love the idea that all the sperm running down the 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 tube going, we're on our way, yeah! And then they get to the pass and they see all these other dead friends that were like, we'll see you guys later, we're going. And right. they, they, they have to have that moment of like, 
Oh, no. Yeah. And then they, they just sit there until they die, which is exactly how I deal with a construction site. I don't know how to get... I only know how to get places one way. And so I just have to wait for construction to be finished before I can keep going. I'm assuming it's what it feels like to be somebody who's like stuck in a cave and trying to find your way out and you turn a corner and just find three skeletons and you're like, well, uh, unless there's some sort of rescue mission, we're in trouble. I got to tell you, now I kind of enjoy the idea, the idea of the sperm dying. Like it's like it's every time it's just like this Goonies adventure. Yes. <laughs> but the Goonies always die. The Goonies never survive. It's like a dark Goonies adventure. Yeah. The one that finally breaks through is Sloth. And that's never. There you go. That's just the noise. The moment you can tell that your vasectomy has been broke open. I don't know if there's science behind that. Because one time when you come, you just hear, ha, ha. And just the sperm that comes out is the size of a mini shrimp. Yeah, you just get baby woo. <laughs> a baby shrimp comes out. It's actually just a, an actual minnow. You're like, what the fuck is going on here? Is it a shiner? So my three options, and we've talked about this before, but let's recap them now that they're all vasectomied. Not yet. Joel's not yet. He can yeah, he, dump in a bag, he like can, he, he said. He can dump in a bag, you know, but where we grew up, where we're from, I don't know if there's a lot of jizz bag facilities. Does he have to make a trip all the way up to the big city? Does he have time for that? No. Right into a, right into a Ziploc and just throw it out in the snowbank. It'll be fine. So we have Joel, who, yep. you know... Lifelong best friend. Oh, <laughs> and, my God. Uh, essentially like a brother. So it, it'd kind of be like family donating. So he wouldn't have our genes, but, you know, environmentally, it would be an environmental relative, let's call it. I'm really justifying, but very smart. Uh, as you know, probably yeah. the best human I know, like as a person. Like you and I, I think, are oh, fun. I, I mean, you I and I that. are fun. Are we the best people we know? Are we the best that, people we I'm know? Still waiting on my free stay at uh, Arrowwood, but so he would never bring that up over and over. He is the best of. So you got a really solid human being. He's really smart. He's creative. He's funny. Uh, the only downside: good-looking guy, right? In his adulthood, did yep. look like a Simpsons character uh, from about age eight to nineteen. It sounds like to me, what sounds like to me is about to happen is you're going to dump in Joel and he's going to have to shit it out into a bag and then you can put it in Jenna because you really like this guy. Listen, I get to like other people. I get to like other people. Let me tell you what's going to happen. You I'm glad this is being recorded. Justin, clip that part out for us, please, because when your Joel baby is what are you going to call him? Jolie? When Jolie is you don't just take thir- you don't name when a baby Jolie, after the donor and put a name when on Jolie it. wouldn't be chatty thir- and plus when, Corey's yeah, name sure is would. Corey. Corey Corey yeah exactly so when Jolie is 13 you are going to find all the things you don't like about Joel in that child and it's gonna drive you fucking crazy and you're not gonna know you didn't like him and then guess what I actually, my vote's for Joel. I can't wait. 
The, I can't wait to move up in this hierarchy of best friends. You're going to fucking hate him to death. So pros and cons with Corey, if we were to have a little Corey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just two. Six foot five. Okay. College point guard. So you got those okay. sweet athletic jeans, right? Yep. Uh, good looking guy. They, now here's a question. Do they come from both sides? Yes, they, they come did. from both his mom and his dad. Okay, I I believe so. Okay, uh, might want to check that out when you're researching a baby. Okay, whatever. Keep going. His well, I mean, you are you are setting holes that your your chatty is gonna fall in here by trying to poke holes in everybody's. Are we gonna check both parents? Let's maybe cool it on that. <laughs> hey, they both played. Uh, they both played uh, sports at college. That's all. That's all I'm telling you. Six foot five. He's got mm-hmm. those sweet Scandinavian bones. So I think people could see a uh, little Corey E and be like, "Hey, that's an Amundsen right there." We could really, we could really pull the wool over society's eyes with that one. No one would question whether or not it's my baby. Yeah, they'd they'd see that baby and they'd go, "Ooh, look at the high cheekbones." His his forefathers used to rape and pillage when they came over on come their on, ships. Come on, come on. Just telling you. Just telling you. That's what's gonna happen. Joel, the problem with Joel is if I'm on vacation with Joel and his wife and his kids and we all go out to dinner somewhere, one of the waiters is going to walk in back like, hey, you guys got to come see this. There's two families here. And uh, the one guy, I'm pretty sure, fucked the other guy's wife. You've got to see this weird this weird family situation going on out here. There is some yeah. cheating happening. Where's the vacation? Is it on the moon? I mean, we may as well make it the most unrealistic setting of all time. Anyways, keep going. I have invited you on a vacation. I invited you on a vacation. I know. This I refuse year. to buy tickets because you won't go. I invited you this year. And you won't we, go. That's not fair. You can't say I won't go until I don't go. Is there a lot of risk in that decision? Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, oh, am I going to commit $10,000 to a trip and then have you go, you know what? I laid down weird last night. I don't know. I can't do it. $10,000? What are we staying in the Eiffel Tower? What sort of vacation are you taking? How poor am I that I don't understand how vacations work? I grew up. I think $10,000 is an absurd amount of money for a vacation. I just wanted to pump it up a little bit to make everyone listening go, where are they going? But I guess you ruined it. The problem with little Corey E is Corey is, uh, and he's very bright, you know, very successful, very funny. But he's an Im- impressive professional. He's done really, worked really hard, done really well. And so, you know, if I don't pan out, you know, if in a few years from now, the most notable thing for me, let's say 20 years from now, the most notable thing about me is like, yeah, two decades ago, he had a podcast with a, another comedian that eventually fizzled out. Uh, if that's the if that's the byline Cause, on my Because his co-host got diabetes number two. So, uh, that's, you know, I don't know that I want to be like, that's your, he's the sperm that created you. And then the baby's like, well, should I go with him? Have you seen their house? That's tough. There's a little insecurity with how great Corey is there. So that's the only downside. You're not going to have to worry about telling the baby because long before you decide to tell the baby, Corey's going to get a knock on the door. It's going to be Jenna holding your baby, (laughs) just saying, we're home. And that brings us to, and these weren't in any particular order. That brings us 
to are we on the list yeah little chat oh i didn't even know we were using the list so we're on number this is number three this is the top my top three and then no particular order and all of you are going to be vasectomy number three is little chatty e now chatty chatty just chatty little chatty e so little chatty e let me talk some pros with this guy okay starting with pros oh i i've seen this trick before it's the sugar ray leonard watch the fist that i'm pumping while i uppercut you to death <laughs> oh my god it is gonna be a fucking nightmare soon enough so um no let's do pros uh, good chance. I mean, you're you're one of the smartest people I've ever met. You know, nice you're you second you. place to Ryan Malone, but you're on the list. You're one of the smartest people I've ever met. Thank you. Really, and it's a weird combination of uh, book learning and street IQ. You got it. You got the package. You got the brain package. That's a very powerful brain package. Um, obviously creative. Okay. Sure. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a weird combination of being smart and making very poor decisions. Yeah. With that intelligence, yeah. So, you have a good-looking guy. You've been a good-looking you. guy your whole life. Thank you. You I'm are cuz I'm waiting. Shockingly athletic. Like the Thank kid you. could grow up and everybody would be like, "Don't pick him." And then nobody picks him, and then he's he, you know, oh, we should have picked right. him first. That's what you get. You've got the, oh, we shouldn't have doubted his athleticism based on what's going on, you know. On the outside. On the outside. On the, yeah, sure. Uh, competitive, which that's all three of you, Chatty E, Corey E, and Jolie. All three of these babies bring a competitive level to the table, which is important to me because I'm Who do you think is most competitive? The person that's on this podcast fighting for his child's life? I believe so, Or the other yes. two? Thank I believe you. it's you. Thank so, you. Uh, you know, the downside is I don't know that I want to continue the cycle of Daniel's babies who don't live with their birth father. I don't know if that's a, you've worked so hard to break the trend by raising sure. Isaac into the man he is. And if now I'm out here, you know, another fatherless Daniel's boy, I don't know if that's a good thing. Well, I, I would agree with that. And also, also, let's not forget that the three of us, even though we're on your list, can say no to you because we don't want you raising our child. You can't. You love me. You can't say no. You're a helper. Here's the thing. All three of you, sweetest human beings on earth, and despite how our conversations go, you love me. So you can't. You, here's the thing. All three of you would consider a needle going into your taint to pull out some sperm to help Papa Bear over here. So I know who I've, I know who I've, I only, you all know I have three friends because I apparently only surround myself with people who are willing to walk the plank. I am a, I am an, a, not a good, per, I, that's not a nice trait of me, but I refuse to be around people. Man, no, I think that is a good trait. You know, I'm not going to let somebody point that as manipulative. You have to be on the narcissist scale to only hang out with people that would take a needle in their taint. By the way, I want to tell you something. I would take a needle in my taint for you, so I don't think that's true. I think that should be the standard. I think we're too willing to hang out with people who wouldn't take a needle in, our, in their taint for you. Yeah, I guess that's true. 
Hey, let me tell you this. I was at uh, a strip club. I'm, I, I don't like strip clubs, but I was there for a bachelor party, and we were in Wisconsin Dells. It was Fritz's bachelor party, friend of the show. They have strip clubs in the Wisconsin Dells? They do, and I'm going to tell you something. I don't know how the winter goes. In the summer, it's lights out good. Uh, if they're not all called the slip and slide, what are we doing? What's the- <laughs> No, but they, they, um, there was a gal who I don't sit close because I get very uncomfortable. Sure. I don't. I don't like the idea of. I don't. What does it say? I think Justin actually knows. Justin just messaged cruising, us. Cruising Chubbies. Cruising Chubbies, <laughs> the best strip club in Wisconsin. That is directly from our producer in our chat. So now I don't know. I'm gonna make sure that's real, so we didn't just yeah keep going. So I'm down there, and this girl, I, I'm not sitting close, and she comes over and does one of those things where they. They flip their hair and slap the floor so their butt's in front of you. Uh-huh, and yeah. and so you I, pink eye. like a fish, I notice something shiny and her, maybe I've told this on the show, but her taint is pierced. Oh, I don't, I think I'd have remembered that. And so I, I said to her, hey, does your father know about that? And then she goes, what? And I go, you're taint piercing. Does your father know about that? Just like, because I'm so uncomfortable, I'm deflecting and making other people uncomfortable. <laughs> sure. And then two, two giant men that they only needed one to lift me came over and by the elbows picked me up and put me outside of uh, the strip club. I'm not good at strip clubs. I don't like them. They make me uncomfortable. I don't think exchanging a dollar to see a girl's vagina is a, like a fun activity. I don't like it, but to, to each their own. Well, I've never been in one in my life because I feel the same way. Uh, uh, Justin sent me, hey, Bale sent me, uh, Cruisin' Chubby's Gentleman's Club. Our recently remodeled club is over 13,000 square feet and makes us the largest gentleman's entertainment club in the Midwest. They're like the Costco of strip clubs. For our guests, we have three stages and four bars and the best dancers the area has to offer. We didn't know what to do with all that room, so we added more dancers. Okay, yeah. So they, uh, they, uh, they're a giant, and it's uh, looks like it's built like a log cabin. So, yeah, I interesting. It's a, it's a lot. You know, it's a, it's a hard, it's a hard decision. You know, between the three of yeah. you, if Jen and I ever decide to walk that path, but you're, you're, I mean. You know, I just, I, I am worried about your paternal instinct. Like I'll come take the child. <laughs> Amber alert. There's going to be an Amber alert. Cause I'm like, you know what? I'm going to raise that fucking kid. Dude. My mom was telling me a story this morning that some lady in her fifties was getting her DNA tested. Right. Just, you know, cause there's all this 23 and me shit and yeah. found out through DNA testing that she was abducted as an infant, raised what? under, and the parents were still alive. So in like 1971, the babysitter abducted a like a little baby, a baby or toddler, something like 22 months or something. I, I don't know. I'm going to butcher the story, but abducted a little baby, disappeared. They could never find the babysitter. They never found the baby. 51 years later, this lady finds out that those people are parents, finds out that she was abducted. Can you imagine 
51 years? I don't even... And at that point, you've probably... This is fucked up to say, but, you know, I'm not saying you have... You haven't lived a normal life, but you know, when we think of kidnappings, we think of the horrible, the abuse right. and stuff like that. But at yeah. 51, you weren't mur- kidnapped. You weren't, you like, you were kidnapped, but you weren't murdered. Or what a weird, weird scenario that is. I can't even think about that part of it because when you said this 51 year old woman was abducted in 1971, I go, hey, that's just four years from when I was born. She can't be 51. And I did the math. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's fucking 51. I'm so I'm so close to being 50. So I saw your lips talking and I don't really didn't hear the rest of the story because I was in my own little house of pain just sitting here thinking that I'm 47 years old and that's that's all, that's close to 50 and I don't want to talk about it anymore. But I can imagine that uh, it's interesting that some people want a baby so much they'll steal one and then some people don't, like my grandfather who just left. It was only him? My, well, my grandfather left after my, my dad was two and the my grandma on that side had just had my aunt and then while she was in the hospital after giving birth he took off he split that's uncle ronnie's brother so really quick question that's on the daniel side so we have talked about your 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 pappy uh disappearing into the wind but your pappy's pappy disappeared into the wind yeah my paternal paternals are not great now my maternal paternals are fantastic they're they're some of the best of the best and so that so listen you want to i mean this is gonna this is gonna bring the show down of course but yeah why not end on a sour note let's when i no no no, this is true because i'm gonna tell you something about my mom how great she is and how great her family is so when i was going through right when i was starting therapy right going through a divorce i had heard rumblings from certain people that like, oh, he's just like his dad and all this shit. And that was hard to hear. Oh, sure. So I concentrated on the fact that I'm 50% of my mom. And that really pulled me through it because my mom is fantastic. My grandpa, one of the greatest dudes I've ever known. And then the, the dads on that side, as the tree goes, just keep getting better and better. So it, is there a way, do you think there's a specific spot of the taint that we'd have to go into to get those To guys? get the maternal side? Yeah. So that's what I was just going to tell you. I was going to say... We, we withdraw the sperm, the semen, we go under a microscope, the sperm that are gambling, you can tell they're gambling, we take, we take a little needle and we just hit them in the head, and so they flop over and die. So now they're all belly up, and we know that the other guys that are like working for a living, and you can see them kind of help, they go over to the belly up sperm, and they like poke them, they're like, anything I can do to help? We keep those. Those are the maternal sperm. And so that's how that's how we make your baby. You know how at the pass where the this vast deference and we had the whole thing where they all get down there and realize the other guys are dead. I assume, you know, so here come the new sperm. So now you got the combination of new sperm and the old dead sperm. When that needle comes in, there's no way that the paternal paternals, the ones that are uh, your dad's side, that they don't immediately play dead. You know, like you're part of what I assumed I would always do in a war. If my side got obliterated, just lay on the ground and hope that they walk past you until everybody's gone. Sure. 
which sure. that was my plan forever. And Greg was like, they, I don't think you know a lot about war. They don't just like, you know, they don't, they don't just like assume everybody's dead just as a heads up. You have to pull a dead body on top of you and really sit with your mouth open for a while. And you might get it pissed into because they're like, Hey, I'm pissing in this guy's skull. <laughs> I mean, you might have to deal with that. So don't cough on the piss. I'm also going to tell you a better way I just thought of than hitting them in the head with a needle under the microscope is to just have have the bag of sperm and then you open it and you go, okay, time to raise your children. And then they'll all just jump out. And then you're only see they do it themselves. And then it's then you're just left with with the good ones. You could uh, same methodology, but you could also open the bag and go. Oh my gosh, I just got a raise. What am I going to do with all this money? And whichever ones of them come, like, I could help. You know, that's that's a good way to get rid of them. Look through the microscope and just see which sperm is driving all the other sperm around getting drunk in the Petri dish. <laughs> yeah. If there's a way to uh, see a sperm bring home a can of chicken chow mein, then I, then I think that's where we need to start. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.